you should write this down. You should always ask yourself, what are the four income producing activities, right? And if you don't know, write these down. Prospecting lead generation, right? You should be using Vulcan 7. Uh, buyer appointments, seller appointments, writing and negotiating contracts. Those are the four income producing activities. As an agent, you should be delegating everything else. Welcome to a brand new episode of Vulcan 7 Coaches and Mentors, where we bring you some of the best in the industry that share with us their tips and strategies that you can implement in your business immediately. So today I have another great guest. His name is Joe Mendoza. So Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Loida. Thanks for having me. Yes. So for everyone that's watching that may not be familiar with you, go ahead and share with us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I've been a real estate broker for over 24 years here in sunny San Diego. Um, I've written a few books. One's uh, Flex with a Plex. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, as an agent, I've sold up to 113 homes. Um, I am a coach for Tom Ferry currently, and I, I love, love real estate. I've been investing in real estate as well, done some fix and flip, uh, transitioning more into commercial buy and holds right now. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So it sounds like you have a lot of experience in a lot of different places. So I know that for everyone that's watching, hopefully you have your pen and your paper ready because you're probably going to be taking a lot of notes. So I know that a question that we always get from agents, especially as they're growing their business is virtual assistants. So VAs. So can you share with us maybe some tips or like maybe how you got started, how to start and things like that? Absolutely. So I'm one of the old school, as I mentioned, 24 years licensed broker. So my first visit with a VA was in 2008. In 2008, there was a lot of short sales REOs. And I heard of some of my colleagues getting involved. So I decided to give it a go. And I went with this company, uh, my Outdesk. And I tapped into that source because I just wanted to grow like everybody else out there. And I was able to make my money back like pretty quickly. It was, you know, let's just say for easy math, uh, I invested about $2,000 in less than two months. I got it back because I got a listing. I double ended it, made more than $20,000. And that was a no brainer ROI. The second time I wanted to try it out for a different reason, as a broker owner, I wanted to grow and I I hired my outdesk again and I wanted to scale, get agents. And within less than a year, I was able to recruit 50 agents with the help of a VA. And then fast forward, since then, I decided to cut out the middleman, so to speak. And so I go to VA's freelancers direct. I know how to onboard them, interview them, how to pay them, all of the above. And so I currently have three that's been with me over four years. That's awesome. So when you were an agent and for any agents that are watching this and maybe they have a, a couple of listings, but they're growing that, what ways can they incorporate a VA to make their life easier if they're not using one, if maybe they're just doing everything on their own? Yeah, great question. So guys, you probably heard this before, maybe, maybe not, but I'm going to let you know, you should write this down. You should always ask yourself, what are the four income producing activities, right? 
And if you don't know, write these down. Prospecting lead generation, right? You should be using Vulcan 7. Uh, buyer appointments, seller appointments, writing and negotiating contracts. Those are the four income producing activities. As an agent, you should be delegating everything else. What I found most common for a lot of agents is social media. We're told to do it, but we're not told or supposed to be trying to be an editor, a professional graphics designer. VAs could do that. You know, that's fairly basic, but I'll tell you what, you could teach a VA anything. A lot of them overseas, they're college graduates. I notice a lot of people have limiting beliefs around VAs. Oh, they're in the Philippines. I'm Filipino. I, I get it. But I'll tell you what, a lot of them speak better English than some of the folks here. So it's um, get over the limiting belief, give it a go. And I'll tell you what, check out this website, vajobsonline.com, vajobsonline.com. You'll learn a few things, but if you're very, very new, I wouldn't suggest going to a freelancer direct. I suggest that you hire like there's multiple out there. I, I mentioned my out desk. There's a few other out there. I love Summit VA. I send them a lot of business as well. There's a few other, but start with one of those companies first. Focus on your four income producing activities and then delegate the rest. Awesome. So there you go. So I quickly want to shift to the four income producing activities. And I want to take it back to when you were maybe starting out or once you start to get some momentum. What were those income activities, especially like the prospecting? What did that look like for you? Absolutely. So guys, at the minimum, right? There's people you know, people you don't know. People you know, people you don't know. You should be incorporating Vulcan 7 for the people you don't know because that list is enormous, right? If you're just starting out, I was talking to one of my coaching clients earlier. She has a 20-something-year-old. His database isn't that big. So Vulcan 7 would be perfect. What I would be doing every single morning is what we call your hour of power. Before you do anything between the hours of 8 and 10, you should be focused, laser focused on prospecting. And if you have a small database, I would recommend you do five people you know, call the new expireds, the old expireds, for sale by owners, then the just listed, just sold, circle dialing, lead follow-up, right there, I mean, between eight and 10, that should cover plenty of contacts. Hour of power, minimum, and every single day. And veterans, if you haven't been doing this in a long time, it's time. Pick up the phone, call your database, because I guarantee you, if you're not, your competition is. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're bringing up the database because I feel that sometimes as agents, it's like you're shy to call, you know, that person that you know, or maybe that past client. But I say, you know, it would be much worse when you see that that person that you know hired another agent to buy or sell a house when that could have been your deal. And you're like, oh, no, that could have been me. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen to the best of us. You know, when you be when you're in the business a long time and you're starting to really get in the thick of things, sometimes you will drop the ball and. Mm -hmm make sure you create this habit at least one hour of power no matter how long have you been in the business exactly so as you are doing transactions i assume you start to grow a team how do you start to scale and how do you delegate to i don't know do you have a buyer's agent showing agent how does that look like 
I love that question. I get that a lot from some of my coaching clients and some of the, the people that are just getting in real estate that I, I onboard and what have you as a mentor. One of the things, guys, the first person you should hire when you're looking to scale, remember, if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. So I would start with the admin side first, and you could start one of two ways. When I first started, even before VAs, I didn't even know about VAs. They weren't in existence because I got my license in 1998. Okay, probably some of you were born that year. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what, I hired a part-time assistant and I just put the word out in the office. Hey, you know what? Who do you know that wants to maybe earn some extra money? I can't pay them a lot. I might even do part-time. So I would recommend maybe 10 to 20 hours a week and put aside something that you could afford. And believe it or not, now you'll have this sense of obligation to work harder than ever to make sure this person you know, is well taken care of and vice versa, it'll be reciprocal. So start with the assistant first. And if that's kind of something that you're a little bit challenged with or budget-wise, go the VA, a virtual assistant by all means is the other alternative. The other alternative uh, in lieu of that, if you've been in the business a while, there's a lot of movement going on right now, okay? There's probably some licensed agents thinking about leaving the business. Well, save them, okay? Because some of them realize, you know what, the sales isn't for them. Reach out to them and say, hey, you know what, um, could you spare like five to 10 or 10 to 20 hours a week? I'll be willing to pay you X amount of dollars or $1,000 a month, something like that to keep them on retainer. And a licensed assistant who will help you with paperwork, writing offers, maybe once in a while showing property, I think that's a great blend too. So you got three different options. That's awesome. And yeah, I'm glad that you're bringing up having someone. I mean, that would be the best case scenario if they're also licensed because now you can coordinate whether you pay them a referral fee or however it is that you want to work it out. And now you don't have to be going out and driving and you can focus on the income producing activities, getting on the phone, setting appointments. So Definitely. for anyone that's watching that maybe wants to get involved with any of the coaching or the programs that you offer, can you share with us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So uh, 619-246-4663 is my cell direct. I've been coaching over 11 years for Tom Ferry. If you want to get involved with the Tom Ferry ecosystem, tomferry.com is the way to go. I do coach outside of that. Some people that like fit the, the, the criteria I'm looking for and that are qualified. So I do teach upon investing and investing in real estate property and fixing and flipping. So like if you're doing one or the other, usually if you're licensed, Tom Ferry has a great ecosystem. Go to TomFerry.com. If you want me as a coach, um, you know, we could see if we fit the bill and we're a perfect fit, go from there. What does it entail? Well, I look for people looking to, you know, wherever they're at, I'll coach them where they're at. And if they're looking to scale, that's my sweet spot. So a lot of the people that I work with already have a smaller team or they really want to scale and they have a pipeline reserves the money to scale because it does take money to make money in this business if you really want to scale. So I'm talking about payroll. I'm talking about, you know, hiring or building up more marketing, um, 
strategies to bring you more leads. So I will ask you to invest in your business. And usually for with Tom Ferry, um, week to week, we do 30 minutes a time at a time. And a lot of my clients, Lloyda, they stay with me from three to five years. I have a couple of clients that have been with me nine years. So I think that says a little bit something about, you know, my coaching. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, nine years. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. So to leave um, right now, anyone that's watching, last thoughts, last, last question I'm going to ask you is, let's say that there's an agent, they're doing maybe one or two listings a month, but they want to double that for the next two, three, four months. What would be maybe three things that you would have them do immediately? Wow. So great question. 2004, I was selling about 50 homes a year. I was making about a half a million dollars. Okay. I wanted to do a million and I wanted to do a hundred the very next year, double exactly what you said. What did it take? Definitely a shift in mindset. And I had a great coach. Tom Ferry was my personal coach that year, you know, cause I asked him, Hey Tom, I want to do a hundred homes. I want to make a million. I sold 113 homes. I made 1.1 million net. And it was because Tom and some other people were co coaching me, helping me, pushing me, giving me the strategies. And guys, right now, I could tell you garbage in, garbage out, garbage in, garbage out. If you're not feeding yourself great, great things, some books, some audio, some YouTube, it's garbage in, garbage out. You're probably listening to, to CNN, constant negative news. You got to flush that out, guys, because if you can't believe it, you, you will never achieve it. I love it. That that was a great ending to this awesome interview. Everything that you mentioned, I'm like, yes, because I think that's what we need to hear. I think who we surround ourselves with matters as well. And also not having that scarcity mindset and knowing that we can go for much bigger and accomplish whatever we set our, our, our mind and goals to. So Joe, it's been awesome having you on here. Thank you so much for sharing all these little things. We'll make sure to put all of your links in the description box below. And yeah, thank you so much for this interview. Thank you, Lloyd. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you.